When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. This is the one and only Back to the 80s radio show. I am Toscano from Toscano and Chang. Today is a very special show because we have a very special guest yes. in studio. Aside from, of course, the ever wondrous man to whom a lot of people call the eighth wonder of nature. Here what? at Back to the 80s, we call him the Chang. That's incredible. I thought it was the seventh wonder. No, oh, well. you're the eighth wonder, my friend. Well, maybe I'll move up a notch when I find... Uh... Sasquatch out here where I live in an undisclosed area. Yeah, well, I thought I saw him yesterday. Thank you for joining us today on another edition of Back to the 80s Radio. Reminding you guys can now visit us, our radio page, which is khits925.com. Go ahead and visit us, khits925.com. If you have a suggestion for a topic here at the for a show, you can write us in at back, the number two, the 80s radio at gmail.com. That's back right. to the 80s radio at gmail.com. Now, I want to give a shout out to everybody out there wearing black t shirts and looking muscular with their arms crossed. Okay. I also want to give a shout out to everybody out there right now that is in the armed forces. Thank you for doing your part. I want to give a special shout out to everybody that is doing the duty for us in the States your police officers, your uh, medical officers. I would say politicians, but they're a bunch of crap-loading, lying bastards, so I won't say a shout-out to them. I want to give a shout-out to everybody right now wearing glasses. A shout-out to a, a good friend of mine right now, Micah Salinas. I know you're feeling lonely. I know you don't have a woman, but I'm thinking about you anyway. A special shout-out to my good friend sitting in studio next to you, Toscano. That's right. Looking just as sexy in a black shirt. Well, a very special occasion today chang and i appreciate the shout out because today we have in studio a man who has turned into like a brother for me by the name of mark hernandez we have known each other since junior high since the seventh grade so a big shout out and a thank you for joining mark he uh took a ride on the plane to be with us so mark thank you for being with us thank you man i want to give a shout out to all the people on the plane today that survived that landing (laughs) our hearts our hearts jumped out of our chest for a moment there so i'm in a john wayne airport yeah yeah john John wayne airport has a pretty little doggies don't be afraid of the bumpity bump ride because remember we gotta fly over those Indians and those Mexicans, so it's gonna be a little. <laughs> so bit John bumpy. Wayne Airport, for those of you who don't know, is a very small airport, very nice, very modern, but very short runways. Yes. So yes, both the the takeoff and the landings are very sharp, but that landing is horrible, horrible. You know horrible. what the it's John scary. Wayne Airport reminds me of, Tusky? What? The 710 freeway in what? L.A. Why? Because like, it's whoa, always all of a loaded sudden and, and the road's all jacked up. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, 
There's more of the madness here on Back to the 80s Radio. Don't go away. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Shadow Stevens, and you must listen to Back to the 80s Radio. It's the law. Mexican-Americans don't like to just get into gang fights. They like flowers and music and white girls named Debbie too. Mexican-Americans are named Chata and Chela and Chema and have a son-in-law named Jeff. Mexican-Americans don't like to get up early in the morning, but they have to, so they do it real slow. Mexican-Americans love education, so they go to night school and they take Spanish and get a B. Yeah, leave that in. Mexican-Americans love their nanas and their nonos and their ninas and their ninos. Nanu, nanu, nina, no, no. Mexican-Americans don't like to go to the movies where the dude has to wear contact lenses to make his blue eyes brown. Cause don't it make my brown eyes blue? And that's all I got. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. Oops, wrong station. <clears throat> now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. Welcome back to Back to the 80s, hosted by Toscano and Chang. And yes, as a moi, this is the Chang. And we have a childhood guest of the great Tusky Toscano. Yes, he's not Italian, but he is Latino, and I'm sure... The three of us can indulge on some of the culprits of the 80s. Mark Toscano, welcome. Thank you. Back to the 80s. I appreciate it, brother. I want to give a a very special shout out to Kevin Graydon, who just joined our group, our Back to the 80s group. Welcome, Kevin. And a very, very special shout out to Susan Freeman, who we'll be interviewing here on the show next Friday. So keep your ears and eyes peeled out for that show. So we do have in studio my buddy from my childhood, and we went to uh, school in Santa Fe Springs. And by the way, today, great school. You know, uh, Mark lives out of town, so he arrived today by airplane, and we went out to our old neighborhoods in the city of Santa Fe Springs. We went to visit our high school, our junior high, our old hangout places, and things like that. It's funny because whenever I used to like uh, hearing you two. Mark, mm, Mark, would make, Mark, Mark would make fun of me. Oh, good, <laughs> but, good job, Mark. <laughs> only not I, didn't the Beatles, wanna, Mark. I didn't want to agree with them. <laughs> Mark, Mark, what was your tell favorite? Them they're not the Beatles. What please. was what was your favorite band, Mark? Back when we were kids, and and what has changed from then to today? Please. I love the rock. I love rock band. Man, hey, hey, yeah. Mario, Jeff Leopard too. Yeah, you like that. Hey, Toscano, <laughs> do me a favor. Will Smith, that guy, that Jeff Leopard. Uh, what? Now, was that your favorite band? Uh, I can I remember. Uh... Did he do drugs or what? Yeah. Hey, somebody, Will Smith, that guy. All right, so. No, but was that one of your favorite bands? Because I, I, no. I remember you and I listened to a lot of Power 106 back then, which was Power 106 NWA. was the hip was the hip hop station of L.A., but they also played a lot of pop, which was uh, right, yeah, unheard I, of. Now I, I was influenced by my older female cousins, and I listened to a mm, lot of I like like them. you said, mentioned Duran Duran and the the Cure. And... Yeah, let me ask you a question, Mark. 
I am the of the metal and the rock and roll, as you can tell by my golden locks. <laughs> that I, uh, as you can tell by the hate the of other music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take it easy oh, over there, Mister uh, Mister Wino. Oh, uh, uh, I like poison. I do. I like Cinderella. I do. You I sit do. there, Mark. Now, if you are a fan of hip hop and really feel the vibe of hip hop. You have to know in the 80s, N.W.A., Public Enemy, Tupac, Snoop D.O.G.G.Y., right. The Real Dale. But you got to remember, that's late 80s. It doesn't matter. It's still the 80s. I know. I understand. Bro. But if you really want to do 80s, then you go, you know, so you run, go at, you, run you really DMC, go, run DMC. You go a little bit earlier than you, Beastie, I mean, Boys. You Beastie Boys. Yeah. You really want to go back in the times where rock metal sucked and joined hip-hop to create a new... Wait, listen to me, brother. With (laughs) Anthrax and Aerosmith with hip-hop to create this new vibe. Mm -mm. No, brother, I cannot handle that. I am going to set in stone the difference between pure metal and pure hip-hop. Why? (laughs) Public enemy. Because there is no truth but the truth of the street. You have to understand that now, like our era, what Sugar Hill Gang? Come on, bro, that that uh, opened up the door for uh, yeah. I'm going to go to a, a a backyard party, and I'm gonna bust out some madness. I'm gonna bust out some Sugar Hill Gang. I'm gonna bust out something like that. Runs Run DMC, and I'm going to get satisfied. No, the majority of people who were in who were where were, at least where we grew up. And it's, I got to make smart. a note. That's also where you grew up part of your life right. as well. Uh, we like pretty much all <laughs> what, kinds prison. Of, <laughs> we like pretty much everything. Right. But so going back to the original question, who was your favorite band? If you had one and, and has anything changed? It was so vast. The music, you find something in hip hop that sounds really good in rock. Uh, like, I mean, even like some of those pop bands, yes. like some of those songs are great. Did you like, uh, for example, there's a couple of bands that I hated all my life. I, I will always hate Rush. Well, that's probably number one. <laughs> no, number, number number two. Mark, you loved Rush, <laughs> right? I like Rush. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, my ears have not started bleeding yet. So relax. No, the B fifty twos. Yeah. I hated when I when I heard the song. Oh, man, the that love hurts my shack. pride. The Love Shack. Holy cow. I said, these people. I hate that song, too. (laughs) So, funny thing is, when Mark and I used to listen to the radio, he would put up the volume loud whenever a certain song would come on, especially, especially, who sings that song, uh, The Fine Young Cannibals? Oh, yeah. Man, that band sucks. Remember their hit song? (laughs) (laughs) She Drives Me Crazy was the name of the song. Mm -hmm. I know that band sucked. Well, it sucked to me. Mark, did you like them? No, I didn't. I just did it to annoy you. Oh, yeah. No wonder. (laughs) Hey, I like the way you bring up suck song for all of us. I love that because we at back to the 80s. We cannot cater to like, oh, I love that band. They were great. No, we are going to distribute the hate that we had. Toscano, Duran Duran, quickly. Phenomenal. I love Duran Duran. You're a Now, see, no. because we're from the no. 80s, I can take that. Tears for Fears? I love Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears? However, yeah, let, look, 
life is about likes uh. and dislikes. So, Mark, tears for fears. I, I can appreciate him, yeah. Chang, okay. the Smiths, yes or no? Suck. <laughs> All right, Mark. The Smiths are like the, the, the neighbors that, like, they got white cheats in their closets. I can't trust them. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark, uh, the Eurythmics. Oh, I'm okay with it. I, okay. I like yes, them. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Great band. Mm -hmm. All right. Right, Mark? Yes. Mark, the Eurythmics, lyrically, uh, uh, vocal-wise, you, you can't beat Annie Lennox. You just can't. Right, yeah. And with Dave Stewart, her quiet husband, dude, they jammed. They were a great twosome, but I thought they went poppy. What do you think, Mark? I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. hate her. I think they did good. But I think that after 91, 92, that's it. I wouldn't listen to them anymore. Just like, let me give you an example. You Cater. guys both know okay, okay, that my favorite okay. band of all time sure, they suck. Okay, is U2, right? <laughs> right? However, there was a time when U2 went all electronic. I hated the band when they did The that. Zoo? Are you talking about the Zoo? Anything that they made all electronic. And yeah. you remember this. U2 got away from what they originally started, and now they went back to their origins, to the, no. the way that they started. And now I like now, them again. You know we go in depth. You know why they went uh, mainstream, correct? Yeah. They were held up against on their uh, record commitment, Yep. their recording equipment, to put something out quick. So they did, and they thought it would be significant for the listener and the the. Uh, you know, the radio organization that well, they, they thought with. it was. And they also thought it was going to be relatable because and everybody was, was going, was everybody not. was going that way. And if you, it was rejected, right. It was rejected. Hardcore. Chang, oh. the cure. Oh, oh. it's oh, like you just Mark. told him. It's now, like Mark, you just please, told him. Brace yourself. It's like Mark. telling, telling Chang, if he likes the cure is <laughs> like telling him, would you ever slap your mom? <laughs> That's how bad it is. Yeah, you know what, Mark? I slapped my mom if Before. she made a, a, a an observation I did not apply with. And and Mark, good God, Mark, I love you. I appreciate you coming on to the show and flying from Vegas to be with us. And I appreciate you being the best friend of my best friend on Back to the 80s. But I'm going to lay it to you both guys. Right I'm looking at the screen. Mario has a Tiger Woods looking hat. You look like a strip club bouncer, tight black shirt. You look like a cholo that was kicked out of a gang, but you would still kick ass. But I will tell you this. If you ever bring up the cure, my face, I will drive down to L.A. in six hours and I will slap the hell in out of both of Because that guy, all that guy is a resemblance of the saw, the little monkey. The, the little puppet, the tricycle, tricycle, yeah, with a Target brand <laughs> tattoo on his face, with weak ass hair, riding his bicycle to kill. The cure has got to be the cure for me dying right away. Now, I got to tell you now, if you ask me that question, what? Which I what? know you are. I would say yes all the way, and I'll still listen to the them. cure. I love the cure because this is one of the few bands weak. that have not <laughs> lost their style. And the voice. The voice is still the same. Now, yes. the look, of course, Weak. he does look like a cast member of The Walking Dead. Aside now, from that, they uh, are gr a great band. How can you lose a style of being weak to even sound the, weaker? The, the you can't weak. do it. My brothers, what is your most favorite band of the 80s in musical, lyrical content, 
that helped you get through some tough times? For me particularly, it would be, of course, my favorite band. Uh, you too. You too. And it okay. would be the song Where the Streets Have No Name. Because uh, there was a, a period in my life where we had moved so much when I was a little kid. And right. to me, all streets seem like the same. Well, my cousins used to listen to is like Tears for Fears, Depeche Mode, One Hit Wonder type yeah. things. Yeah, I can because that was around. Now, you know what? Now, Mark, high. I can identify with Tears for Fears. Everybody, uh, that one song, they had it on. Oh, man, that song hits home. Everybody. Once to Rule the World? Yeah, Once to yeah, Rule the World. Yeah. I mean, that song alone, I think, kind of inspired a generation, kind of uh, transcended what they were all about. And, I mean, it was, I mean, hell, it was on a, it was on a TV talk show host from former SNL, Steve. You know, even, uh, as yeah, a matter of fact, I just song. remember there was another song by a band that you, of course, hate, um, of, of yeah. the many ones that you hate. Uh, but Depeche Mode, you see, Depeche Mode has, has a song called People Are People. That's a great song, and too, lyrically. Is, yes, yes, it's People, people Are people. people. So so why should it be that people should treat each other so awfully? Oh, yeah, dude. That's a great a great tune, bro, that you brought up. Yeah. What about you, Chang? One of my most favorite songs, probably of the 80s, Holds Bear. I cry when I hear it, and that's called United by Judas Priest. United, 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 we stand. United, we never shall fall. Put out in 81. And the lyrical content is united, 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 we stand, united, 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 we fall. Today, we have lost that insight. Now, my brothers, you remember during 9-11, America praised and said we were pulled together. True? We would let nothing divide us. Yeah. Hey, man, I've lost faith in our political system since 1980. Yeah, I'm feeling young, I'm feeling long, and I'm feeling strong. I will say that. But I will say that one song is what we need to get back to. We lied to ourselves during 9-11. We said we got each other's back. Nothing will divide us. Okay, then we get an election to where it opened up the doors for division. But you got to remember, Chang, a lot of what happened in our latest elections before Biden is all a result of mentality of a long history of both the generation X and gener and, yes. the boom and the boomer generation. Right. Because it's something that's been in the making for many, many, many decades, sure. Sure. but it was on hold. It was kind of on hold. So people during the eighties, they didn't want to be seen as racist Okay. Although there's always been racism. So a lot right. of it has been thought of as that it was gone, but in reality, it was just suppressed. So people thought, okay, there's no more racism. Our, our culture, our society has advanced. These are the oh. 80s. Uh, this is the decade of, of, of indulgence, the decade of excess. From here on out, everything is going to be beautiful. And in the future, I remember this. Some of my teachers in junior high in high school, used to say, oh, in the future, in the years 2000 and beyond, racism should be a thing of the past. 
And the problem is that our parents from back then brought up that way. So therefore, yes, they taught yes. their kids that way. Yes, yes, And as yes. time progressed, now here comes a group of people that yeah. created this brand. So they create this brand and they work on the American public. Came to say, you remember that stuff that we had suppressed during the 80s? Yes, During yes. the 90s? Well, it's actually okay. Yeah, and exactly. You know what I mean? So we can trace it back to both our generation and beyond our generation, way before. That makes me think about uh, being raised by my grandparents. They they were, uh, let's see, they were born in 1929, so they came up in the World War II era. They lived in Watts, but Watts was predominantly all Hispanic at the time. Yeah, I remember and that. They, they, they told me that African Americans came there from World War II when they docked the ships. They, they would yes. go there and... They told me the stories, and um, so little by little, they went to the outskirts, Santa Fe Springs, where right. they ended up. I was raised th- with a little bit of prejudice because of them, so I had that in me. It wasn't until I got a little older mm-hmm. where I started seeing people as, as as people. We're all people, no matter what color, right. Right. you know, and it, I, I had to break that on my own. Right. Because they put their their values and their experiences into in, into me gr- being raised by them, and I had you, to 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 break that on on my own. You know, me being uh, grown uh, raised in uh, La Raza, but uh, again with my dad being a alcohol counselor to guys in and out of prison and women, and my dad being a brown beret uh, of the seventies during the civil rights movement to where my dad was involved in the East LA riots. I in tune saw the prejudice of uh, uh, a surname, your name being held against you. Lord knows the way I look. I've been beaten by cops, pushed, put in incarcerated for no reason. So I truly attest to the struggle of what we've seen through are three uh, time frames of growing up. And I understand that I think we've regressed rather than progressed nowadays. Everything that we're suffering today in society is a result of the upbringing and the brainwashing of past generations. And unfortunately, some people that are so ingrained with this brainwashing that they will never learn and they will teach it to their kids and future generations. One of the ways that we can combat this, it's not that we're not going to solve it. One way to be able to combat it is one person at a time. And that's why Uh, we here at back to the eighties are trying to do our best to bring smiles to people, especially when it's their toughest times. We were here during COVID and we're going to be here for many, many more years to come. This is back to the eighties. Don't go away. Now, if it's totally tubular, rad, or awesome, it's on Back to the 80s. Flavor, no sugar. Now in Wild Cherry Bubblegum. Available in limited areas. Hey, this is Laurie Miller from the first and original expose, and you're listening to Back to the 80s Radio. 
This is Back to the 80s. We are back. If you're just joining us today, we are talking with my childhood best friend, and that's Mark Hernandez. He is coming from out of town, of course, from the the city where everything that happens there stays there. I won't mention what city that's in. We have a phone call right now, and uh, he just joined us uh, last week, and he is here today. Rod, are you on the line? Hi, I'm on the line. I've been listening. You boys are fantastic. I come from an era where gay was not the hooray. I'm looking on the screen, and who is that muscular Mexican sitting next to you? Hi, Taylor. What's your name? Well, well, Mark, this is Rod Steele. Rod Steele is delicious. is Chang and my hairstylist. And uh, he would love, uh, you know, he came today on the show, literally, probably, Mm. to let us know. I like the way that shirt rises on your arms. Speaking (laughs) of rises, I'm rising as I look at both of you. Wine, I'm a bad altar boy. (laughs) So, uh, Rod, we are drinking organic wine, but you have called once again. You've called us during the Uh, show. The only thing organic is marijuana. Every time I cut Chang's hair, I swear to God I'm going to get high after what falls on my plastic. Hi, Tusky. <laughs> I love the I love the Tiger Woods hat. I he's, cut his wife's hair. Really? Which one? Yes. Both. <laughs> <laughs> right now that I we have Rod on the line, do you have any shout outs to some family members that may be listening right now? Uh, yeah, my girl back in Vegas. Her name's January. Call her Jana. Shout out to her. Hi, Jana. Yeah, her two her two kids, uh, Carter and Sky. Hi, yeah. Carter and Sky. <laughs> you want to fly with me, Rod Steele? I don't think anybody wants <laughs> to fly. With One you. way trip to Disneyland. Hey, Rod, Rod Steele's gonna let me go back to Vegas. I know. my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm going uh, to go back with you, Mark, and your girlfriend's going to be cleaning up after us. Thank you. Thank you uh, for calling Rod. That was Rod Steele, ladies and gentlemen. Once in a while, he drops by because uh, he, he just can. So we have given him access. But, um, well, yeah, if you just joined us, we'd like to remind everybody listening that we do have a Patreon page that we would love for you to uh, help us on the program to keep introducing the 80s to a new generation. And I do want to give a special shout out to Ika Guzman and also to Susan, who are lately our latest sponsors on Back to the 80s Patreon page. So thank you, guys. Uh, Rod Steele wants to send uh, some type of uh, a hair product, I don't know, from Aquanet or whatever. The point it's is... It's called Jizomatic. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, so thank you, guys. If you do have a topic you'd like us to discuss here on the show, feel free to write us at backtothe80sradio at gmail.com. We are talking about some of the experiences back in the 80s. We got a little political there. We don't like to do that, but it comes out from time to time. Let's talk a little bit about some of our experiences. You know, one of the biggest things that was very, very popular, it's always been popular in school, and Mm -hmm. that is skipping school. And of course, hey, uh, hey, hey, no, Mark, no, no, Mark and I had we our, do not want to promote. No, we're not. Activity. We're not. We're not promoting please. it. But no, we, no, we will mention just because you look like Tiger Woods. Please <laughs> stay, in, stay in school. Kids. Stay in school. But I do want to mention that there have been more than one time, uh, maybe a few times or maybe more nice. that Mark and I, uh, as we 
reminisce today and pass in front of our high school, we thought, remember when the day was beautiful and what was our, our train of thought, Mark, back then? It was too beautiful to go to school. How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? Yes, <laughs> we'll go to the perfect. Beach. Right, now, who did think about that in the 80s? Because right. you, you got to remember, boys, back in the 80s, we can go to a mall, get lost. We can go to an arcade, true? We could find a movie theater that's showing a movie. Nobody would look for us, true, in the uh, 80s? Unless no. you ran into a security guard like we did one time. Rent-a-cops, please. You give them 10 bucks, tell them to buy a hot dog on a stick, <laughs> and they're gone. Now, how many ditching events did you guys go with each other, and what was one of the most favorite ditching extravaganzas that you both went on because after that i'll give you mine come on let's I can tell you some of the most you, you uh, the, can't the most memorable for you stuff. what was the most memorable for you i can tell you mine right away I, go ahead i i'd say that time we went to the to the beach on our bikes and then we ended up at my aunt's apartment remember she wasn't home we went swimming in the pool the people were so the people in the pool that we didn't know were having a barbecue yeah they invited us over and we're like, why do why would we go to school when we could have a day like this? Free food. Free, Free food. food. How old were you guys then? Like 15? 15, maybe. Yeah. Wow. But the thing is, how far how far eight. was that round trip? Like 30 miles? Yeah. Because... We'd rather ride a bike 30 miles than yeah. go to school. Yeah. And by the way, Mark fell off of his bike in the middle of Beach Boulevard on the street. So okay. I was riding ahead of him. And all of a sudden, I hear this big crash behind us. And I knew what had happened because I saw, remember back in the 80s, very popular was to have some drains on the street. They looked like uh, grills. And yes. the front tire yeah, of the bike, if it was too thin, it's going inside that grill, inside that drainage. And that's exactly what happened. And because we were going so fast down the street, he didn't catch it on time and he flipped right over the handlebars. Right. My imitation of Superman right over the handlebars. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Right in there. 1987, I became a parent. You know, I had my first kid. Now, in 1985, uh, my best friend was killed on a motorcycle accident, and I was the last individual to confront him, argue with him, and see him before he perished. And it mm. was all negative. Me and him have harsh words. And I got to tell you, I'll testify. The girl he had on the back of his uh, Kawasaki GPC, she was freaking hot and uh you know he was she killed too no he got her home and he was on his way back to our oh. area when he was killed but now now trip on this he was inebriated on his kawasaki gp back then you, you guys remember in the 80s he was killed on uh beverly boulevard where you turn that twine you know what i mean before you get leave whittier into uh uh he was drunk and he was killed by a woman in a van who also was inebriated wow. uh, back then with both, you know, both alcohol. But in, in the 80s, I think a lot of us became unaware and aware at the same time of what life really was. I think a lot of us, because of our youth, kind of shined upon the devastating factors of life, death, divorce abuse, uh, bullying, and we kind of uh, sunk into our regular everyday life to where, you know, we were just comfortable being us. But yet the casualties of that decade that we now do see were 
not as significant to some of us as they were to some of us that were older. How do you guys think some of the casualties, the devastating things and factors that we saw can kind of uh, coincide? Or do you think they're worse nowadays to what we saw and how we dealt with? I think, I feel like people are softer now. Like, I think we could deal with things better. We had tougher skin back then. I think today's kids are a little softer. They're more mm-hmm. uh, isolated and sheltered. Uh, the kids I know don't even go outside and play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what we went through, if a kid went through that today, I think he would crumble, to tell you the truth. So I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're so much softer, and yeah, we're, we're watching every word we say now. No one can yeah. say anything. It, it's just we were much tougher back then. My My mom passed away. Right before I met Mario, and I remember me, I remember me, Mario, Los Angeles Junior High. We were both leaning back in our seat, and we <laughs> kind of looked at each other. And I, I had a, I'm like, who's this douche looking at me? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you looking at, buddy? And you know, he came into my life at a time like, like God sent him, because he became yes. my best friend. I felt like, because uh, I had a really tough childhood where I had to f- grow up quick. But yeah. my time with Mario, I was a kid again. Oh, I was yeah. a, I was having fun. And I know Mario was going through his own, his own, you know, personal problems with his parents and dealing with his thing. So I really think that we met each other like at the right time. And this man yeah. means a lot to me. I don't mean to make you cry. I'm gonna make myself cry. But he, I'm already yeah. crying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this he, this man means a lot to me. He, 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 I feel like he saved my childhood. It, you know, made me feel like a kid again. Like I didn't have to like grow up so quick, man. It, it, we had a great time. Great times. Thanks, yeah. brother. Thank, I really yeah. appreciate. Love that. you, man. Same here. Love. Well, I mean, I feel it's it's reciprocal because. You know, I come from a, a divorced family, you know, a divorced mom and dad. I'm an only child. I didn't have brothers or sisters. You know, I come from a, a a single mom that at that time I had gone to so many schools, it wasn't even funny. When I went to Los Nietos, I had already gone through, I think, two or three different junior highs. And this was only the seventh grade where a normal life for a kid should be to go to the same school all through those three years of junior high, then the four years of, of high school. But I didn't, I didn't have that, that luxury. So, and, and, and you didn't either, you know, you, you went through a lot in Chang. I know that's, that's with us as well. And a lot of people that are listening. And so when I met Mark, we had so many things in common in spite of our uh, the difference of the way we were raised and the different families. But at the same time, we had a lot of things in common. You know, we had the Hispanic heritage behind us. We had the same likes and, and a lot, some of the stuff that we, we disagreed on with music and things like that. But we had a lot of stuff, the majority of stuff that we always agreed on. And we, all, we were always there to, to back each other up. And that was so important. And uh, it... Because I grew up without brothers, Mark became that brother to me. Man, I don't want to get emotional. I don't want to bring the show down. But, man, you guys have just displayed exactly what I felt for uh, a friend of mine that uh, passed away in 19. 
85 and uh, the significance of uh, friendship and what that friendship brought to you and that strength that friendship brought to you. But not only that, but I'll go out and and say this. During my years of of growing and finding out who I was, I drifted to a certain type of individuals through high school that I met on right when I left St. Benedict's. When I uh, enrolled in Montebello High School from Catholic school, I decided I would not be that guy that was in that school and I would be something else. So when I got to high school, I was I was totally something that nobody would recognize. You know, those three months, my hair was grown. I was like heavy metal. What you guys have touched upon, hopefully many of our listeners can identify, but I'm sorry I had to take a a, a, a time out because the Chang never gets emotional. You know that. But that brought a lot of emotion because it's very reminiscent of uh, my good friend, Ramey Randy Barraza. Man, I have a hard time spending his well, name it's, out. It's understandable. You know, he passed in 1985. And that guy, you like brought me out of the demon. That guy was there. And I understand where you guys are coming from. What it's like to have a friend who becomes a brother that shares the same similarities as you do in life. Uh, Feeling alone, feeling rejected, feeling ripped off. And when you embark upon individuals that feel like you, I'm going to tell you guys right now from my neighborhood sense, that's what brotherhood and body means. When you connect with somebody emotionally, socially, that brings a friendship. I'm I'm talking to you guys and everybody else listening to us that creates something that time, money, and just greed cannot take away. That bond, that friendship, that understanding of both parties or many parties coming from the same realm. And I speak upon this. You guys hit me hard, man. I felt like uh, I felt like I got hit in the stomach when you guys talked and embarked upon that. And I'm sorry to our listeners if I lost it, but I understand because my good friend brought that upon me. And in 1985, he was killed. I was the last dude to see him alive. We got in a physical altercation into him riding his motorcycle to take this hot chick home as opposed to staying with me. Let me drive you and this chick in my sister's van away. You can do whatever you want to do, but let me get you home safe. He threw a joint at me, hit me in the face, cussed me out, wanted to hit me. He left. I never saw him again. He died that day. So what you guys are telling me, I'm sorry if it hit me in the face. People nowadays have to understand we are on borrowed time, my brothers. It is not guaranteed whether we live tomorrow, tonight. But the one true essence of life is we remain who we are and we remain tight with those who made us who we are. And I'm sitting here and I'm crying like a sissy. And I'm looking at you guys and I'm like, man, you guys are the essence of exactly 
what I believe and exactly what I hope our show reaches to all those people tonight. Never look for tomorrow to rectify the day. Appreciate what you have today. Love who you have in the past and today. You know, speaking a little bit, what he was talking about is uh, I I was talking to Mario earlier today. Like you, you have people you love, people that that you you don't see for a long time. I haven't seen Mario for a very long, like years go by, and I told him, you know what? I'm not gonna be like, oh, we'll see each other someday, we'll hang out. No, like I want to tell the listeners, if you have a loved one you haven't seen, like reach out, go visit them, spend time with them, because like you said, we're on borrowed time. Go yeah. see them and have fun with them and make uh, talk about your memories, make new memories. Do it. Go do it. No more excuses. Just go out and do it and, and be with the love, the people you love, people from your past that changed you, that helped you. Go and go and do that. That's that's my my little final thought to the listeners here and, and everyone. We appreciate it, brother. And uh, my thoughts and sentiments are exactly the same. And I join you guys in that. Definitely. Uh, I've learned one thing from my wife throughout these many years. And she's always telling me. Live for today. Live for today and make it the best day you have ever had. Because tomorrow, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. So love the ones who you're with. And tonight, I'm with you two fine gentlemen. And I love you guys. And if you're listening and you haven't spoken to your friends, uh, maybe somebody in the past you love or 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 a family member that you lost touch, we want to encourage you tonight to make that change. And to reach out. Sometimes it's hard for them to reach out to you. You reach out to them if possible. And in the meantime, Chang, thank you for, for coming on the show and for expressing your, your passion and your feelings. And Mark, thank you, my brother. Absolutely. I love man. you guys. I love you. Love you, man. And uh, just thank you for taking the time to take a flight out to come and see to come and see me and to spend time. And hopefully we can do this together as three guys doing a show. One of these days in our old neighborhood. Right on. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. And this has been Back to the 80s. I am Toscano wishing you the very best week. Go tell somebody you haven't that you love. Peace. And we'll see you next week. Orale, everybody out there, before we release you to another fantastic weekend. I want to tell you, I lost my marbles, but I am so glad I lost my marbles with these two cats, these two homies that understand. Remember, tomorrow is not promised. Call somebody you love. I bid you all hasta la vista, hasta manana, hasta luego, arrivederci. And to everybody out there, stay lifted, stay gifted. Unity is the only way to prosperity. So from Toscano and the Chang and the gracious Mark from Las Vegas, whoa, we bid you a good night and we will catch you all next week, Dan. Oh!